Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. I am your host for today, Milana Bakken, reporting in, and I have three very special guests in the studio today, and it is our drumroll, our three YA residents. Yeah! (laughs) There it is. Guys, welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we got the three lady residents in here today. Um, some of you might actually know them if you've been around at YA. Um, but just for the sake of our listeners, how about you guys go around and introduce yourselves? Hey, I'm Heather. Hi, what, Heather. What <laughs> um, why don't you tell us what you do in YA also? Oh, I oversee our volunteers and some operations. Yes, Heather. Heather interned um, in 2019 to 2020, mm-hmm. and her internship got cut a little short rip, rip. <laughs> due to the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic, but she's back this year to do a residency with us, and she's awesome. So if you volunteer, you're around on Thursday nights, definitely introduce yourself. Yes. And then we have Miss Kendra. Hello, I'm Kendra. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I uh, am with YA Worship, um, so just taking that on and overseeing that, and I love it. It's literally a dream, dream job. So it's incredible. Awesome. So gifted. Woo. If you come on Thursday nights, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sing, us, sing us a little something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and last but certainly not least, Miss Kelly. Hello. I'm Kelly. I oversee um, some creative stuff like social and then also um, a little bit of communication stuff like website, email, all that good stuff. Yes, Miss Kelly, she's a queen. Those are our YA residents for the 2022-2013 resident year. Wow, 2023. (laughs) You guys. Honestly? Honestly, it's all rolling together. After Heather's class where it just (laughs) fell in. It's all rolling together. Um, No, these are our residents. They're incredible. If you're here on Thursday nights, Definitely introduce yourself to them. They're awesome. They bring a new and fresh take to YA, which is awesome. Um, and they all interned. Yeah. All interned with Red Rocks Church. Absolutely. Why can't, one of you tell me and tell our listeners why they should intern at their local church. Just from someone who has done it, who has spent nine months of their life. So... One of the things that I was the most nervous about in, in my head before the internship, I was like, oh, nine months seems so long. And it like seems like it'll it'll be forever. And then my parents were like, no, you should just do it. And looking back, if I would know what I knew now and then could like do it over, 
um, I would do it again. It was just Mm -hmm. so worth it. And the fruit that comes, not even like a job title, like even if I were then to like move on somewhere else, like the fruit that comes from pouring fully in to a church that you love and investing your time and really like caring for that church, um, the fruit that just comes to your personal life and just being a part of, I think, what the Lord intended for us to be a part of and to pour into. It's just so amazing. So I yeah. would recommend it to anybody, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. A hundredfold what she said, all of us in yeah. this room interned. Actually, all yeah. of us on the YA staff interned, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but just echo everything that she said. If you're thinking about interning, do it. If you're thinking about getting involved at your local church or feeling mm-hmm. like you want to serve, absolutely do it. Um, the Lord will honor that for sure. Um, but they're joining me today on this special little girly pop podcast to talk about toxic dating habits. I don't know if we have like a dun 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 <laughs> or a spooky dun dun dun. <laughs> um, so we are going to get into that. But first, Kenny was playing this game with us before we started. This little oh, dating yeah. game. But we're going to do like the little Christian dating version of it. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm sure you, if you have if you have social media, you've probably seen those games of he's a 10, but. And so I'm going to ask you guys some, but they're going to be. Oh, let's get it. Okay, ready, guys? So he is a nine, a nine out of 10, nearly perfect, but he only reads the Bible out of his Bible app. Does he have like a. Doesn't have a physical Bible. Oh. That's like a red flag. Yeah, that feels like a red flag. What is he? He's a. A two and a half. <laughs> a and oh, half. wow. Heather's just oh. two and a half. Uh, I was going to say five. Yeah. Oh, Kelly's more say like five. <laughs> well, because he's still like, I'm he's still reading like, it. okay, you're ingesting, you know, the word of God. Right. But I'm also like, would I date you? Probably not. <laughs> I would maybe get to him fellas, a Bible. If you I would give him a Bible Kenny. and then not oh, date Oh, there we him. go. Kelly's spoken for, so <laughs> yeah. Cole, Cole definitely has a physical <laughs> Bible. He does. What if Kelly's what a like, nine. he like <laughs> does it. He, we're talking about Cole. He actually doesn't have a Bible. And Kelly's like, um, still a nine. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kelly gave it a five, so she's more, she's more graceful than the rest. Okay, okay. Ooh. He is a a six but he goes like all out in worship like hands up oh. singing up at the oh. altar so good ten Heather <laughs> <laughs> the worship leader Kendra the worship leader says ten oh, out of yeah. ten does he serve on the worship team because if he serves no 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 he's in he's in the audience oh, okay. going all out singing a he's new a song six? unto the lord okay an eight an eight I would also say an eight Goes up two points. You go up to a perfect ten for Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, okay, one more. Let's see. Um, What are some more, like, (laughs) Christian? Okay, okay. Here's a a good one. He is a five, but he volunteers for Red Rocks Youth, and he's, like, invested in those kids. That's, like, an 11. Okay, dramatic. Okay, but for Heather though, I should have said serves in the kids ministry. Serves in the Sunday. kids ministry. Twelve. No. Okay, I think he serves in kids or youth, but he 
Like a like a seven and a half. Go up. <laughs> Kendra's like, I don't care. Is he worshiping or not? <laughs> He's I, still a five for you, Kenny. No, no, I think he would he would be like a seven. Yeah. Seven. I guess I'd say eight. Nothing Aww, about that. Kelly's like, really a nice sweet. one. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, well, Kelly's nothing like, really... I'm not really called youth ministry. So <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. Well, now that we just played that super toxic game, that leads us <laughs> into our podcast topic for the day, which is toxic dating habits. Um, I think very more unaware as Christians we can be to the fact that maybe some dating habits that maybe we've experienced or we've been a victim of or even maybe been a culprit of, um, I think we can sometimes not realize how these can affect long-term a relationship going into it. And sometimes they can go sort of under the radar and we don't even realize that they might be toxic. I think there's some things that we know are like super red flags, um, but some things that sort of fly under the radar because we have done the red flags podcast before. So now we want to dive in a little bit deeper and maybe what are some middle of relationship, maybe under the radar, toxic habits. Um, And the first thing that I think sort of comes to my mind in the dating world, especially within, I think, our church world and young adults specifically, I think that sometimes, and I think girls are maybe more guilty of this than guys are maybe but I think that we can maybe write people off for really insignificant things like we can just write someone off right away for something that maybe I know that right now a big trending thing on social media and TikTok is like the X list right like the (laughs) Heather's just eyeing me because she already knows where I'm going with this the X list, right? Like we will write off certain things for, for example, like, oh my gosh, he didn't bring his Bible too. And that automatically made him what? Like minus two, two points. <laughs> but no, I, in all seriousness, speak to that a little bit. Like what are, what are some ways that you think maybe that could be sort of toxic to your, your dating life? Well, I, I personally think that when like because for me it was something where you know it it does seem like fun and and lighthearted but I think what it kind of does is it like makes you when you first look at somebody like almost try to point out the things that you don't like about them first if that makes sense like those are the things you're actually seeing first instead of like Oh wait, no. This person's like character is amazing. And and I think people try to convince you like of course you have to there has to be like attraction towards somebody if you're going to mm-hmm. have a romantic relationship. Yes. But I think that like what happens is people get so picky that they like in their mind are like, well, there's a lot of people in the world. And so then like it's it's this like mindset of like, okay, well, I don't want to settle, so I have this, like, really detailed list mm. of all these things. And then when somebody meets those, like, physical things that are actually, like, fleshly, then, like, I think the moral things start to diminish. And those are the things that are unseen that you have to actually discover in a person. But then those things almost seem to not matter as much because mm. those, like, fleshly things are met. And I think that's when it can get really, like, dangerous. Right. 
Right. I think we almost put more importance on some things than the other. Exactly. And we can get so... And being picky isn't necessarily always a bad thing, right? Like, you should have a list of non-negotiables, right? Like, he should love Jesus with all of his heart. I think you can be as picky as you want when it comes to certain things, but if you're, like, starting to rule this person out for things that, like, don't really matter, like, honestly, like, how they dress... Like, if you're like, oh, I just, like, he wore flip-flops at the beach. And he that was. And <laughs> he wore jeans and flip-flops. He wore jeans and flip-flops. I think sometimes we can, like, yeah. rule things out that don't really matter. We're almost, like, looking for something wrong and could miss out on maybe a great connection. But high standards is not wrong. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It is not wrong to have high standards for yourself. Right. But. Right. Non-negotiables versus things that yes. maybe don't matter as much. I know Heather has a very long exclusive. <laughs> Just exposing her okay, on this podcast. Here, I, now I need to defend myself. <laughs> okay. I do have a long X list. Um, as a joke, it is not like there would never be like doesn't love Jesus on it, doesn't do this. Right. Which is like a joke between me and my friends. Would I ever look at someone and be like, hey, you're wearing jeans and flip-flops, so you're not dating material. <laughs> no. That's horrible. Jeans. I love like, your jeans and flip-flops. Is sorry, the first that's the place go-to. You go. It is. It's just the number one in my head. I'm so sorry if you wear jeans and flip-flops. Um, but we can talk about it. So. <laughs> but I do think, like you said, there isn't – like there's just levels. And I think when we look at social media and when we look at dating culture, like social media is generally marked by a secular perspective mm-hmm. of people who are not abiding in Christ and um, – and it's a bummer because then that's put on the church, which is not how the Lord obviously called it to be. Like the church is called to be set apart. And I think that dating is a huge marker for that is how our relationships look, how we pick the people we date based on character, not based on looks. Right. That's great. Yeah. I think, Kelly, do you have anything to add? I know for me, um, I spent a few years being single before I met Cole. Um, And for a while, I kept, like, a list of things that I needed to have in someone. And I would even, like, pray over that list. But I got to a certain point where I would, like, literally look at someone and kind of, like, write them off because of the things that I had on the list. And Mm -hmm. I felt really convicted by it um, to the point where I felt like the Lord was calling me to, like, literally rip it up Um, because I knew, like— I knew that marriage was on my heart and I knew that like I longed for a relationship, but there are just some things that like just don't matter in relationships, yeah. like the little things that are physical traits or whatever. Um, when it comes down to it, like none of that really matters. So mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. I think it can come down to very practically for everybody listening, write a list of non-negotiables that actually matter Maybe before we we write the X list, (laughs) write a list of like he needs this, and then to to what Kelly did, weigh it against like God's word, and if it like actually matters in a marriage. Because I can tell you, I always thought I would marry someone who like we would watch sports together all the time. My husband and I have been married for almost two years. We've watched one game together, (laughs) (laughs) one one sporting game ever in our life together, and it just doesn't really matter. And I think before that would have been something that I'm like, ooh, red flag, ick. He doesn't like sports. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd say just just weigh it and don't let it become a toxic dating habit of writing people off for things that are insignificant. Um. Another one that I think. Um, can lead into a toxic 
dating habit is sort of this idea that you need to keep your options open and sort of like be dating around and swiping right to every single person you see because it's non-committal, right? Like you're just keeping your options open. Um, I think that's big in like our dating culture right now and the whole online dating culture right now. So I don't know if any of y'all can speak to that a little bit more, but. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think when I look at dating culture, it, even in the Christian world um, and like swiping, going on tons of first dates, like doing all of that, it's just like going through the motions. And to me, it just feels like a lack of trust in the Lord. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of things that we do, like myself included, when you take a step back, like there's a lie underneath it. There's like a lack of trust somewhere in the Lord. And I think especially when it comes to just like feeling like you have to date around or swipe the apps or whatever, it's like a lack of dependence on that if marriage is what God has called you to, that like God will supply that need, that it's not up to you to like go chase and grab and be like, Mm -hmm. well, maybe this guy or maybe this guy or maybe this guy, because it's like, that's just not trusting that God wants to protect your heart. It's like, well, I'm going to give my heart out, not act like a daughter of the king whose like heart is first his, not Mm -hmm. like mine to take control of, which is a bummer because I don't think it's edifying to Christ sometimes. But it's also a hard line to tell of like where's honoring and where's like, oh, I'm I'm being proactive in right. a call that God has for me. Right. It's almost like creating like the FOMO effect yeah. of like if I don't keep my options open, I might miss out on my husband that like God has for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is just so counterintuitive to God's plans for you because it's not it's not a tightrope. Yeah. There's not like one person that you're going to miss out on. And if you start almost dating like around and then maybe you think that you find that person you're like oh well maybe they could be it I feel like that FOMO feeling of like one always wondering what else is out there will follow you into that relationship and end up leading to an you know almost even more toxic dating relationship but um, that kind of reminds me about um, what Doug was talking about last Sunday, about how we just, like, live in a culture of double-minded people mm. who, um, like, we have such a hard time making choices, but the Lord, like, calls us to be single-minded, and he gives us the option to choose. Um, that's, like, the beauty of having free will um, is that you get mm-hmm. to choose. Like, there is not someone who's, like, your soulmate, your other half out there, like, mm-hmm. If, if you find somebody that, like, you enjoy being around, like, you could see a future with them, then I would say, like, go all in with them mm-hmm. um, because there is not a single person in this world that isn't going to have flaws or, like, little things that are going to bother you every once in a while. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just – I think the Lord is, like, calling us to, to make choices with things like that, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. We're also like we're a generation of feeling like mm-hmm. we love we love to like feel things, which is great. And it's like we were created to like feel deeply. But then I think what people do is once they lose a f- certain feeling with a person, then they just automatically are like, well, it got hard. And so this must not be the right one. Or like mm-hmm. this just got too hard and I don't have the time and I don't have the energy. And I like it's relationships aren't meant to be easy 
but like staying committed and like committing to something that you know is right, right? Like right. obviously there's yeah. relationships that get hard in not good ways, right? That like mm-hmm. become toxic, yes. But like again, like it's a relationship that you're you know is like, okay, this is something that's good and it's like pleasing to the Lord. And I'm going to commit to it and I'm going to like honor that. There's there's fruit that comes from that. So, yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I think, like you said, it's like commit. I think a big like marker of our generation is like a fear of commitment. And I think that might be one reason we want to sort of keep the options open or make sure that. It's 100% right before you go all in. But like Kelly said, it's like be all in with one person. And if you like aren't – if there is that feeling of like, ooh, I don't know, I don't feel like I can be, then it's probably either the wrong time or it actually is the wrong person. Yeah. And it's yeah. okay to like walk away from that. But I wouldn't like sort of tiptoe and sort of keep your options open yeah. because that later in a relationship can lead to like a big fear of commitment, which will lead to just toxic – toxicity yeah. in a relationship and mm-hmm. fear of missing out on like God's best for you. Yeah. It'll um, make like a pattern. It just really will. Yeah. Follow you. Right. Super, super toxic. <laughs> I was just saying that word so much. And I think I can't remember which one of you said this, but Kelly did about how it's like you and Cole are soulmates. You're getting married. You're about to be one, Kelly and Cole are engaged. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> I love it. I was oh waiting for that. Um, yes. But, and you probably can speak to this too, but something we've talked about a lot on this podcast, I think throughout the different relationship ones is we're, we're not big believers in the one and yeah. your one soulmate. And so much of that is the fact that God, God gives you free will and God gives you a chance to make a decision and I think us in our through prayerful decisions and through the mind of Christ are able to make an educated and prayerful decision about who we're going to spend the rest of our life with and it doesn't need to be like a tightrope it's not a this or no one it's not if you don't marry this one person you're going to miss out on God's best and you're going to miss out on his plan Um, And I think a lot of times in the Christian world that gets just misconstrued about how there's one person out there for you. There's one soulmate. God has them picked out and placed. Um, It just puts a lot of pressure on you to, like, make the right decisions in dating. And so free yourself up if that's you and you're listening to this and you're like, Lord, I know he's out there or she's out there um, for the fellows listening to this. Know that. It is not a end-all, be-all. It is not a one-or-done. Like, there are many people, yeah. I think, that um, you could make a marriage work and happy. Um, because, like Kelly said, every single person is flawed. And yeah. marriage is work. It's the best thing in the entire world. But it is also something that yeah. you're working at every single day. And so um, you just got to kind of risk it. To, to find that person. It's not going to be perfect. Um, so be all in with one person. Um, don't be don't be keeping your options open and and swiping right because it can, <laughs> can lead to more damage than good, I think. Um, okay, moving on. Next one. This one um, was one I think Kelly and I talked about this before the podcast. Expecting too much right away. 
So you're like, you're spending every day together. You're texting around the clock. You are doing absolutely, you're doing your quiet times together. You're going to lunch together. You're hanging out after work. Like you are spending every waking second together once you meet this person. Is that toxic? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that there's like a time and a place for things like that um, within like limitation once you are a little bit more serious but um, I think it just brings things too quickly when you start to be spending every second of every day together texting you know every second Um, I feel like for me like when I'm around someone constantly that's kind of when like my own personal judgments kind of go away um, and I lack like clarity in my mind and so I think that when you are around, you know, this person, when you're first dating constantly, um, you don't have a chance to like set boundaries and boundaries are so important Mm -hmm. for your entire dating and engagement um, process. They look different for every season, but, you know, I think when you are not setting those boundaries and spending every waking moment together, it's just going to, like, set the tone for um, unhealthiness to, like, come in right away. I just think that um, if you start pushing those boundaries, like, early on in your relationship, it's going to get gray so fast. Mm-hmm. And um, you're going to quickly lose, like, all of the the boundaries that you are, like, wanting to set. I know for Cole and I, like, we've had to be very strict about, like, many different types of boundaries through our dating relationship and that's something where like we had to check in week after week like asking hey is this working is this not um and I just think that if Cole and I were like spending every waking moment together in those early moments of our relationship we would have never had the chance um or would have just felt like it was unnecessary to have conversations like that so yeah that's good it almost can breed like codependency yeah I feel if you aren't checking in with those those boundaries and you aren't putting in like you said you and Cole had to put in multiple different kinds of boundaries and that includes like time Mm -hmm. and not not just physical emotional like if you're spending every single waking second when you first meet someone talking and texting and going places already it almost like is just a recipe for like just toxic codependency um I don't know Heather if you have anything to add to that yeah um I definitely think it like breeds codependency um and also like in my experience like I think it just like grows like um but like you grow numb to the voice of the spirit because like Mm -hmm. the person you're dating becomes like the voice in your head and like I think this is true with friendships I think it's true with like parental relationships dating Mm. relationships but just like when you're first like seeking the approval of anyone else right like that is numbing the spirit in you um because if you're not first like going to god's word if you're not first like steadfast in prayer like scripture talks so much about praying without ceasing Mm -hmm. and like seeking the voice of the lord and I think in relationships we can so easily go to that person be like, well, what do you think about this job decision or what do you think about this conversation right. or what do you think about this instead of first seeking, like Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of heaven and all yeah. things will be added unto you. It's like, are you seeking first 
the Lord's face in this relationship or are you seeking first the approval of the person that you're dating? Because that's just going to make it so messy later on. Yeah, that's so So good. good. I love that. Because if you are are constant communication, you're constantly with this person, then you are going to be bringing things to them first. Yeah. If you're not leaving space for you for like at least to have the opportunity to bring something to the Lord, you are going to bring that job opportunity. You are going to bring yeah. that conversation you had with your coworker to this person first, but and then with like almost unbeknownst to you of like, mm-hmm. oh wait, I've been bringing this to this person <laughs> first yeah. and losing intimacy with the Lord and also like almost your your independence. Totally. Of yeah. I think I see a lot of things. This kind of goes with this, too. I see a lot of things on social media, TikToks or whatever, about, like, the text back. Mm-hmm. About, <laughs> like, oh, don't wait for his text. Or, like, funny TikToks about, like, waiting for <laughs> the text back, which I think just breeds into this this conversation about um, almost expecting too much right away, spending too much time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Kenny, how do you... I know communication is important, right? And communication, especially early on in a relationship, is important. But then where's where's that line of the – because, you know, at the beginning of the relationship, it's fun. It's new. It's exciting. You want to be talking to them. You stay up late texting them maybe because it's just – you have the butterflies and all that. But where where is that line of communication? Where should that be drawn into the difference between healthy and almost being a little toxic – dating habit yeah I think I think something that is is a beautiful part of a relationship because it's meant to be is like the newness and the the exciting part of like oh like this person is so great and like I do want to talk to them all the time and I do want to like be around them all the time and I think there there is a difference between like taking that feeling and being like, okay, it is because I think they're so great, but also like I am going to choose Christ above that because yes, like a relationship is something that, and like a marriage and those things were, um, there, they, they can be a very like holy thing and like ordained by God, but also like, again, all good things can, can be, wrong and can turn Mm -hmm. into something toxic and so I think like where it does get toxic is when like you convince yourself like that too much of a good thing can't turn into a bad thing if that makes sense and like making like setting aside your personal like the things that you know you need right Mm -hmm. to be able to just talk to this person or Mm -hmm. to be able to just because you're like well but it makes me like happy and being happy isn't bad and it's like yes but at the Mm -hmm. end of the day like that is something that you're like putting above what's going to like make you healthy because in a, in a marriage or in any relationship, like I think people start to lose themselves because they're like, oh, it's it's us. Like, right. It's yeah. it's you and me. Like, it's how it's meant to be. And what they do is they like completely abandon like their own self. And they yeah, abandon yeah. what they need and what they know they need to be healthy. Mm. And then it makes their life unhealthy and then makes the relationship unhealthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. That actually also leads us into the next sort of idea. Um, and this one I think is one that can definitely fly under the radar. I think maybe some of us, I know I am have been guilty of this in the past, but 
this idea of changing your interests to match the person that you are dating. And I think we I think unknowingly we might see a lot of this. You might be like dating someone and it's like I think there's a fine line between <laughs> how do I say this with sharing interests and trying new things and maybe sort of changing who you are mm -hmm. to fit this person that you are dating. I don't know if any of you guys can sort of speak to that idea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um we're all looking at each other. <laughs> um Oh, this is a hot take because I think, well, I just, I think especially in the church, it can get so, so blurry because like for us, a huge part of our lives is like serving the local church. And mm -hmm. I mean, I think most believers, a huge part of their lives is serving the local church. And so at what point do you like merge that? It can just mm -hmm. get so messy. And I think when you are an individual and like, even when you're dating, even when you're engaged, like you're biblically single, you are not tied to that person mm -hmm. you are not yoked to one another you are not one like you are one with Christ and yeah. then whatever you become one when you get married because you're making that commitment and so I do think it's like a slow thing that nobody really talks about of like just kind of losing yourself in that person because it can just become an idol so so quickly yeah. of wanting everything in your life to like please them and to look mm -hmm. like them because it like, I don't know, it's fun. You want to do stuff together. But at the same time, if it is like trumping what God has called you to do, mm -hmm. then I think it can so quickly become toxic. Yeah. I mean, my, this is kind of like, it is, it, it's way less spiritual, but whatever. Um, my parents are literally like with what they like to do, it couldn't be more opposite. So my dad is like a hunter country man loves <laughs> to be in the field country man loves dirt on his skin and my <laughs> mom literally like is a, is a reader loves to be inside like would <laughs> sit at the beach for hours just like that they're so opposite and the way that that is like bad is if then they don't try to find like some things that they enjoy doing together because right. there is there's beauty in doing things that you enjoy together yeah, and that's sure. part of a relationship but also if either of them forced each other or expected one another to like the thing that they liked it would not be good they would fight and it would be toxic because mm -hmm. like you're not when you're in a relationship you're not trying to make that person just like you Right. Yeah. Um, because that's not going to be helpful for you as an individual. And it's also not fair to that person. Mm -hmm. And so I think like recognizing the things that are very different with you in the relationship and your partner and not looking at those as like, oh, well, that's bad then. Mm -hmm. Like if yeah. they if they love doing that and I and I hate doing that, then that's just wrong. Or like then one of us needs to change. Right. It's like, no, you know that that person loves that thing. So provide space for each other to do the thing that you love. Mm -hmm. But then make sure you seek out things that you do love to do with each other. Yeah. But yeah. not change each other. Right. And be honest when you don't. Be like honest. Something. Yes. Don't be like, yeah, I love this music. <laughs> I, or I love, love sports. I love hunting. Yeah. Never yeah. once did Jake try and even pretend like he was interested in volleyball or any of the things that I was interested yeah. in. Um, but yeah, be be honest because that's that's so good. Your parents so precious. They. <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. Um, I have been 
a like chronic people pleaser for a good chunk of my <laughs> life. So this is something that I've struggled with in a f- like relationships in the past that I've been in. Um, but just as an encouragement, like if this is something that you struggle with, like that person wants to be with you for who you are, not for who they are. Yeah. Um, so don't change yourself into like who they are to impress them. Um, and also, like, it's just so fun to be different. Like, Cole and I have a lot of similarities, have a lot of, like, things that we both love, but there are things that are complete opposites of us. Like, he loves Star Wars. And I'm like, okay, it's good, but, um, <laughs> like, I, I'm not crazy about it like he is. But it's yeah. so fun to, like, listen to him, like, talk about lightsabers mm-hmm. and things that he's, like, <laughs> that, like, excite him. We love him. Cole. <laughs> But, like, I love the look on his face when he's talking about Star Wars or, like, when he asked me to watch it with him. And to me, like, I love Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Cole, will you, like, look at all these things with me and, like, you know, (laughs) buy me this Lego set? (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just really fun to be different. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that's, like, such a delight to date someone who is different from you that you get to learn about their interests. That is beautifully yeah. said. I mean, I don't want to date myself. <laughs> I really <No>. don't. <laughs> okay. Honestly. Okay, well, I'm not saying I'm really bad to date, but I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> That's so good. Yes, difference is, is key. I think growing up, a big part of my testimony is that I just didn't know who I was apart from my relationships. And I would chronically change my interests to whoever I was dating music whatever movies like you name it hobbies things I like to do that by the time that relationship ended I was like do I even like this like did I even actually enjoy that or was I just chronically like Kelly said trying to people please and trying to make this person love me and the most beautiful thing about relationships is the duality that they bring and the give and take and like I said, I thought I would marry an athlete. I married a musician <laughs> and a creative, and that is something we do not share <laughs> at all. I love music, but I can't, like, sit there with him and create music. But when he is, like like you said, lighting up, talking about—I know Cole at Star Wars. <laughs> 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 Lightsabers. It is. It just brings this beauty of things that we can share um, and things that I bring to the table that— Jake actually loves about me that I didn't have to pretend that I liked. I could actually just be passionate about what I am passionate about. And I love what you said, Heather, about how, like, you are not one with that person until you are married. And you're just not. Yeah. And don't try to be. Don't try to create yourself into this one person because, again, that will just breed codependency. And you ain't one. And that relationship can end. (laughs) It is not binded by Christ quite yet. And so when that relationship ends, and which it did for me many times, you might be stuck wondering, like, who am I? Yeah. And so, yeah, know who you are and don't be afraid to share that with someone and don't try and change yourself. And common ground is important, but find a level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will never be making music with my husband. <laughs> and Kelly might never own a lightsaber. <laughs> it's a wedding present. <laughs> but it will... Um, there will be like common ground that you can find that doesn't lead to a toxic codependent changing who you are. Um, so good, you guys. You guys, give it up for our amazing, amazing YA residents. Wow. Yeah.
our studio audience loved you guys. <laughs> yeah. Wow, they're still going. Oh my gosh, wow. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we, we actually do have a live crowd if anyone was questioning. <laughs> they're this here. is they're a secret sitting. live podcast it, recording. They, oh, our, our audience knows. We Shout have a live audience. Our we have. <laughs> <laughs> our fans. Um, no, but you guys are awesome. Thank you for joining this podcast to talk about the toxic dating habits we can sometimes bring into relationships. Um, can one of you pray for us? Miss Kelly, we pray for us I and all those people listening. To. Oh, Jesus, thank you so much for everyone that is listening. Thank you for the people in this room. Um, and just for the community that we have in YA and that we get to do it over something like a podcast where we can reach people um, not only in Denver but all around. Um, thank you for just the amazing team that we have here. Um, God, I, I pray that you would just bless um, the people who are listening, bless their relationships. Um, I pray that you would speak to them through this podcast and just um, let people hear what you want them to hear through our words. Um, God, we love you so much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Young Adult Podcast. We are going to get back to releasing these on a more consistent basis. Maybe you'll see more of our three wonderful, or hear more, I guess, of our three wonderful YA resident ladies on this. Um, but thank you for listening today. And to keep up with all things Red Rocks Young Adults, you can follow us at... Kelly knows. Red Rocks YA on that's, Instagram. That's right. We also have a TikTok now. We do. Oh, we we're do. in we're in the TikTok world. Pray for us, you guys. You're uh, <laughs> and then if you're in the Denver area and you are free on Thursday nights, come hang with us. We gather every single Thursday at our Lakewood campus. At what time, Kenny? Seven. <laughs> Seven PM. Kendra will be there to sing you a little song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We would love to see you guys. Come say hi and check it out. Um, but we will see you next time on the Young and Old Podcast. Peace out. We love you guys. Peace. Peace.